Dr. Altit, let's start with TAVR. What is it since the valve is used in that procedure? TAVR stands for transcatheter aortic valve replacement. It is uh, a way to replace the aortic valve, which is one of the four valves in the heart. The aortic valve allows all of the blood to empty the heart and go to the whole body. When you're first born, the aortic valve is nice and compliant. It opens very easily and closes. As you get older, like everything else in the body, things get stiffer. The heart's the same. So the, the aortic valve gets stiffer, it doesn't open as well, and over time, you get to a point where the valve is just barely opening, and that's called severe aortic stenosis. For the longest time, surgery was the only way to treat aortic stenosis. We've always used water pills, diuretics, to try to help with symptoms, but that is certainly not a cure. It's more like a, a Band-Aid to help with symptoms, and uh, surgery was the gold standard until TAVR came to be. Many people never thought that TAVR would do as well as it did. It's approved now for every risk classification. So initially it was started out being tested in people that were inoperable, and they saw amazing results with that, and they did evaluations at high risk and then followed by intermediate risk and low risk. All of those trials showed that TAVR performs as well or better than surgery, depending on the trial. So TAVR is now at a point where it can be considered for any patient, it doesn't mean that every, every patient should get TAVR, but it can be considered for any patient. It has wonderful results. So how do the valves differ? The first valve that was studied in the U.S. was Edwards and uh, had uh, excellent results. And uh, it was the first valve to be FDA approved. That was shortly followed by the Medtronic system. And each one, Edwards and Medtronic, have had new iterations of their valves. Now comes this new valve made by a different company, Boston Scientific, and this new valve is called the Lotus Edge. What makes this valve different, it's different in many ways, but what makes this valve stand out is the fact that you can deploy the valve 100%. See the function of the valve, see how the valve is, is working, see if there is any leaks and anything else that you'd like to know about what the valve is gonna look like after you release it, and you can tell all of that. And if you don't like it, you can recapture the whole thing and do it again. And that is completely different from the other two systems. So the Edwards valve is balloon expandable. So it comes loaded on a balloon, and you put it where you want it, and you expand it, and, uh, and what you see is what you get, okay? Medtronic, you can deploy up to about 80% of the valve and t take a look at its function there. But sometimes when you go from 80 to 100%, it can move, it can shift, it can, the function might change. So you can tell a little bit more than with Edwards, but you're still left a little unsure. With this valve, you can deploy 100%, do all your assessment. If you're happy, you can release it. If you're not happy, you can recapture it and do it again. And you can do it numerous times. It provides another level of control that we did not have before. How do you decide which one to use? There's a lot of factors that go into it. That's the short answer. There's a lot of factors. Just to name a few. The peripheral vasculature, meaning the blood vessels to which you're getting the valve in, matters. Okay. So the delivery system for the Lotus is bigger, slightly bigger than the other ones. And so you have to have a little bit bigger blood vessels in order to deliver the device. 
That's one consideration. If somebody already has a pacemaker, that obviously goes into the calculation. A patient like we did on Tuesday, you know, significant uh, chunk of calcium that would affect the way the, the valves deploy and the result with a concern for a paravalvular leak, that goes into the question. The underlying heart muscle function. So we just said if somebody has a very poor ejection fraction, very weak heart muscle, you don't really want to pace their heart at 180 beats per minute, you know, to, to expand the balloon. So that goes into the calculation. Also, all of the valves are sized slightly differently, you know, based on area and perimeter of the, the native valve. And so where they fall in that spectrum, how big their valve is to begin with, and how much valve area each new valve will get them. So, I mean, all of these things are taken, and, that, and that's just a few. I right. mean, there's, there's lots and lots of other factors that are taken uh, for each individual patient. Dr. Altid, as always, thank you so much.